Welcome Spartans to Mission Debrief. We're playing every Halo mission in the mainline Halo video game series in chronological order and talking about our experiences with a little lore sprinkled in along the way. If you'd like to play along and have your thoughts read on the show, email us at podcastevolved at gmail.com or drop us a tweet at podcastevolved on Twitter. We will be talking about the Nightfall mission from Halo Reach on the next episode. However, this episode we're debriefing the Oni Sword Base mission from Halo Reach. I'm your host, Colin Perkins, alongside David Arnold. Hello, everybody. And Krista Brown. Shakaka! <laughs> uh, Someone yeah, wrote, wrote that, that not me. Okay. All right. Uh, the On the last episode, uh, we talked about Winter Contingency, um, where we met the new Noble Six and got our feet wet with a little exploration and a few firefights. Uh, we met some locals, discovered that the Covenant have invaded Reach, rescued some lady from a group of elite zealots, and dropped and or excuse me, found a data pad that might prove to be useful to a certain someone. Maybe we'll meet them this time. Um, <gasps> this time, next up, uh, we're talking about Oni Sword Base mission. Krista, uh, what what's Oni? What is Oni? Okay, Oni stands for the Office of Naval Intelligence. They are basically neutral. Sometimes they do cool things, and sometimes you're like, I don't know what you're doing. It's not pre- not great. It's basically, it it's basically like the secret organization. They kind of lurk in the shadows. They're always watching. They when an Oni operative comes to you and says you have to do something, you do it. Or if they're coming to you angry, you're you're probably gonna have to run. So <laughs> there's just. They're kind of shady. They kind of do all the experimental things. They mm-hmm. um, they are what birthed the Spartan program and all the mm-hmm. shady stuff that happened in that. So they move the story forward, but they also can be kind of an anti-hero in the series. Mm-hmm. That's a good exp- good explanation. They've always been yeah they've they've been kind of the the good bad guys, the guys that get their hands dirty to do good stuff. But, um, yeah, they're like the boogeyman. It's mm-hmm. like they'll kill they'll kill them. one person to save a hundred, or it's kind of that right. kind of mentality with them. Yeah. They'll kill some people off to save more people. Right, right. Whereas you know, uh, more public facing government agency won't won't do that sort of thing. Um, so in this mission, uh, we're dropped into the the base courtyard, uh, the Oni Sword Base courtyard, to deflect the initial Covenant assault. After a little alien mop-up, uh, we get uh, to test Cat's driving skills, which we'll talk about. Uh, I have a fun story <laughs> about that. Um, uh, and then we hop on the back of a hort. Well, I, I hop to the back of the warthog uh, for a little turret fun um, while touring or, or um, going to turn on uh, an AA gun, uh, anti-air gun, and activating a comm unit before heading back to the base to meet up with the rest of the squad. Um, when we are back there, we meet some hunters at the front door and then team up with a few nice marine boys that uh, help us fight our way to the big hole in the roof. And then we have a nice little cutscene where we meet mom. Who's mom? Halsey. Yes. <sighs> More Halsey. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think? All right. So f- real quick. So the date in this game is July 26th, um, 2552. That's two days after the last mission. And I think we joked about napping in the last one. So we took a two-day nap, and now we're back to fighting. We're like, oh, God, the Covenant's here. I need to get my power nap in. <laughs> I need to charge up. <laughs> um, should we talk about Halsey right away? Like, should we tar- start at the end? Yeah, let's start at the end. Let's be edgy and weird. 
So um, Halsey is the through line for all of it. Like, Halo doesn't happen if Halsey doesn't exist. And um, you meet her, like, a young version of her. She looks young, right? Like, she's not... She is young-ish, I guess, aged. only... But she yeah, looks young in this game. Like, they portray her more of a, as a younger than what she, I, I thought her to be from... Um, I guess the other game. Definitely compared to Halo 4. Mm -hmm. Well, if you remember, a lot of stuff happened to Halsey to kind of induce stress and age her a little more between uh, this Halo Reach and Halo 4. That's true. Mm -hmm. Um, So what else do you guys think about? Like, are you guys Halsey fans? Are you Halsey haters? I've always been a Halsey fan. Of course. You have? Okay. Yep. Always loved her. And, and just think no about spoilers, this real where, quick. Remember, like, people might be playing with this, so let's talk about this Halsey, current state Halsey. Cool. Well, just so, think about this real quick. This is the first time in a Halo game we've seen Halsey. That's also crazy. She mm-hmm. hasn't been that's talked true. about until this game, and she's such a pivotal person in the Halo universe. Mm-hmm. Like, if you've played this game, or only the games up to this point and now you're playing you Reach which you know is the prequel to Halo CE and you know that going in and all you really know about Halsey is what George, how George speaks of her in the end cutscene and then their brief interactions I mean there's nothing nothing in the games talking about in like the, the, the yearly the release three, games like right yeah yeah sorry if, you, if you're yeah. playing the games yeah. as they are released you're not getting to Reach until later and then all of a sudden you're meeting exactly. Halsey and you're like who is this Halsey person why is she a big deal? I mean, mm-hmm. I know they released Halsey's journal with this game, which we've talked yes, about already, and it's which amazing. is a beautiful, like, beautiful piece of lore. Having that going into the game was probably an awesome way to to kind of maybe catch people up a little bit on who Halsey was. But I think even before the game was coming up, everyone was heavily saying, "Oh, read the book, read the book," which of course caused all sorts of things, which we talked about in the first episode. Mm-hmm. But I've always loved Halsey's character, and I just think it is so strange in how she's been portrayed only in this game, Bungie's last one, and only kind of briefly enough. And I guess we just get a little bit of touch upon her kind of character in this game in terms of how she just sees herself as above everyone and everything. Spartans, only military, doesn't matter. She's just over them all, and George is definitely very differential towards her, mm-hmm. and just she totally she's totally dismissive of the lot of them. Well, she's so, all, well. George is also working with Spartans made by her rival. Oh yeah, which I mean, is why she's not very welcoming to them. Yeah, that's maybe like spoilery and from like the Hussey journals. I want to say is that's disgusting, but like she's very much um, yeah. anti Spartan threes and fours. You know, she's not happy about that project being taken away like i think the trees were kind of like done in secret or then like all her like research was stolen Mm -hmm. and a whole bunch of like other bad stuff happened um yeah so when we meet her like he's saying mom so that's like raising the eyebrows you're pretty like what who you like why is he calling her mom um and he's the only one that seems to have that affinity i guess or that that um point of reference for her so yeah um, well i took it as being he calls her mum, or kind of it's, almost it's like M-A a man. apostrophe A-M. Yeah, it's kind of like... Oh, is it ma'am? Over he- or is it mom? Yeah, it's not it's ma'am. Ca- it's, it's still pronounced mom, but it's kind of more of the ma'am. It's mm. the pronunciation of it. You would you would get that over here very much in the English, um, 
I'm going to say... It's a, it's a more European thing than a Military thing. kind of services, yeah. It's just a, a way of pronouncing kind of less than, like, yes, ma'am. But it's very much used in the English, kind of like the way um, United Kingdom would use that in their, like, armed services and stuff like that. You would hear them refer to a superior female in this kind of manner. Mm-hmm. It's not like mom, as in, like, mommy. It is, like, ma'am, as in, like, a yeah, right, right, superior right. officer, superior, as it were. Yeah. Being an American game, it definitely confuses a lot of people. I never thought about that until I've seen it written down here in front of me. (laughs) And I was like, what did he say that? And then straight up, I was like, oh, I know where this came from. Mm -hmm. But that's funny. So the um, Halsey um, thread will continue to unravel during this game. Um, So why don't we talk about, let's talk about the mission. So the, the first firefight... I felt like when you're dropped in, like that was a rough fight right away, especially if you're playing on a more difficult level. Oh um, yeah, you yeah, you're, getting, you're thrown into it. And there's a lot. There's a lot of covenant. There's a lot of grunts. There's a lot of elites, and um, not a lot not of easy. ammunition. Right. Nope. Yep. You're having to explore. You have to. You're you're having to more so than in the first mission. You're having to drop weapons, pick up the the covenant weapons, starting to explore, um, explore those additional. Um, um, what do you call it? Ordinance, I guess. And um, yeah, you you have to. It's a long fight if if you're on playing on a long, on a harder level. Um, what did you guys? Oh, um, yeah. What did you guys use mostly through this? I mean, I use I I always lean to my UNSC weapons right away, and then you know start know. picking up like a yeah. needler and until I find something better. I'm almost always UNSC weapons in Halo games, um, mm-hmm. with a few rare exceptions. This mission because I haven't played it in so long, and um, we'll kind of touch on it later on. I tried to keep the target designator for the whole mission, which I did. And I think on normal, it's actually re- it regenerates ammo somehow. I couldn't figure oh, out how. I was gonna, yeah, I dropped it right away. I just used it on those, um, um, the what race. are they called? Yeah, the race. And then the I was like, all right, start, yeah. that's done. So I managed to kill both those raids with one shot. Whoa. Did you get so the like, achievement? Okay. Uh, oh, I did it years ago, but like That's I was like, okay, the ass achievement, by the way. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. I got so mad at the game when I was trying to get that achievement. It was it was tough, but like I don't know. I just did it today. I was like, I'm gonna try and do this. So I kept the one shot, and I was like, I'm gonna use this later on in the mission where I, I in a place I normally wouldn't, simply because I had an extra shot. Uh-huh. I was only playing on normal, but like pretty much when I got to my next encounter, um, I noticed I have two shots again. I don't know how I did that. Huh. And it happened twice through this game where hmm. I fired off one shot and then kept it for a later point in the game, took it back out, open again, and I had another two shots. I was like, this is very strange. So it must be something that happens on normal or it must be something I was doing when I was picking up ammo elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Maybe it has its own ammo ammunition somehow on the ground and I just didn't realize I was picking it up. I don't know. Yeah, good question. It was weird. I don't but know. It's but just, it's, no, I liked I liked the gun. It was a cool effect. But it's it's no hammer of dawn. Like it's no like hammer dawn. Come on. It's it's cool. It's short and brief. And I think this is the only mission in the game that has it. Yeah, it's That's like the they show you this. You get game. two shots. You're supposed to use it on both of the wraiths, and then it's never talked about ever again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is just so strange. Yep, that happens a lot in this game. I mean, it is interesting. I used it on a phantom earlier in, in the mission. I thought that was kind of cool. I'd never done that before. So it's totally destroyed a phantom with, phantom with that. We're introduced to a lot of new weapons in this game because I picked up a shotgun. Yeah. And I was having some shotgun fun towards the end. Oh, yeah. The sniper rifles on this game. That's mm-hmm. pretty fun. Or on this game, sorry, in this mission. 
Yeah, um, that's kind of cool. And then the rocket launcher at the end. Yeah, and also I think this is the first one with the concussion rifle in it. In uh, I think it's on the. I think it is on the first mission if you're on higher difficulties. Yeah, it is. The thing about Halo Reach is that a lot of the missions get better with higher difficulties, and I think this is yeah. one of them that gets a lot better the higher difficulties. Because yep. on normal, it's like... On normal, it's okay, but once you start going from normal to heroic and legendary, it's the elites get upgraded and a bunch of more enemies come at you. They have different weapons. Yeah. So it gets a little more interesting. Yeah, that's I have that in my notes. I was, I was taking notes as I played this mission, and like one of the last things I wrote down was wishing I played on heroic for more of a challenge. Um, because it does feel... Like, you feel a little too OP, and it's not... You can You can easily just kind of run around and just take everybody out if especially you know, if, if you, you know, know the doing. game and mm-hmm. you know where all the weapons are it's it's a little too easy mm-hmm. yep. it can be especially when you there's a lot of you hit the ghost hog in this mission which is right the only mission in this game with the ghost hog in it and yep. it's awesome yeah the ghost hog so if you guys don't know what the ghost hog is specifically it's so you get the other warthog you get the initial warthog with the turret in the back the other one you get with that sweet ass laser gun thing um, Isn't it a Mac? Hog. Yeah, it's a magnet. Yeah. Yeah, that I'm thing's fun, sure. fun to mess around with. Awesome. Oh, and that leads us into cat driving. Um, oh, yeah. Is this the only? Is this the only cat driving sequence that I people think complain it is. about? Yeah. Well, this no. is the. I think this is the only mission where you can, because Cat's the only person that can drive with you, because she's the only one with you through a lot of. Well, this. no, the Marine. So I, the, when I got to the driving part, uh, the Marine was driving originally. Oh, and really? Cat <laughs> was shotgun, and I was on the turret. And then at some point, she took over to took over the wheel. <laughs> and that's when things. I think went... You can make her drive in the other mission that starts with you. I can't, we'll guess what later. But when you go over the bridge and you start with the grenade launcher, and she's with you then. Oh. I think she can drive the warhog in that mission. Yeah, I don't know. Usually in this mission, I stick to the. Um single vehicles the covenant vehicles just because i don't even want to try to to gun with an ai on harder difficulties i always do that too yeah it's a ghosts or ghost all the way great segue the... to the new vehicle yeah, yeah. Well, my about Revenant, favorite right? Ugh, yeah the revenant mm-hmm. that's it's so cool beautiful. yeah if you've played the other halo games it also like what is this to me, it looked like a souped-up ghost. I kind of did some research on it today. I was like, ooh, this is just a fancy, like, decked-out version of the ghost. But it's like, yeah, cooler. I I started from the opposite direction. I went, it's like a mini wraith. It's like where the oh, ghost and a okay. wraith sure. meet in the middle. Because, yeah, you know, what, like, it has, like, a, that mortar type of shot where, like, it lobs a, a large shot. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's a slot for a second person in it, right? And they just hang off the side. Yeah, they can I just uh, shoot from the passenger seat. Yeah. I always Nobody take the wraith in this mission, though. The wraith. Oh yeah, I didn't mess with the wraith. I just, um, no, I just kind of took everything out. I didn't. I just stuck with the UNSC. I just stuck with the warthogs. Uh, let cat drive. Oh, sorry. Back to cat driving. Um, did you guys die at all in this mission? Um, I did from a wraith because I wasn't paying attention to what I was doing. I f- forgot that I had armor lock. Guess who killed yeah. me? Cat. <laughs> yep. Right off <laughs> a cliff. Death. No, she Driving. drove over me. <laughs> I was <laughs> oh, I was nice. at the comm unit, and I was um, there's at the point where the, you kind of go, you're down below, and then you pop up to kind of run up to the side, and there's um, elite some grunts up top. They're throwing grenades at you, and so I was in that firefight, and all of a sudden she just <laughs> comes out of nowhere and runs over me. 
Good old cat. Still at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still in her like dopey ways. Yep. Um, yeah, she she that is a rough. If you're just riding in turret the entire entire time, at some point she's smart about it. Where um, did you guys take out the um, phantom? So when you first get up to the AA gun, like before you get there, you can see the phantom hovering up above. And I took out they like the the warthog stopped at a distance and allowed me just to take out that phantom. Do you remember that playing that part? Yes. Yes. So I took that out and because. Because they stopped there, and then as soon as I took it out, then they kept going to the AA gun. Like, okay, cool, let's do that. And then, and then chaos ensued from there. Of course, <laughs> that's the best part of this that's mission. Cool. Right. And I do love. I always thought it was weird that you get like a choice at the start of the mission. Kind of, do you want to go left mm-hmm. or do you want to go right? Mm-hmm. The comm station or the gun turret. I always thought it was funny that Cat agrees with your choice, no matter what you choose. So if you go to comms, she goes, oh, yes, great idea. We get the comms first. But if you, like, restart the mission or play the mission again and go to the gun, he's like, yes, definitely. Let's get the gun up and running first. <laughs> so I always thought that was fun. God mm-hmm. damn it, Cat. No mind of her own. Yeah. The other the interesting thing, like, they kind of play, like, the, the mission feels bigger than it actually is. The first time I played it, I didn't really know anything about the lore. It's like it's sometimes it's hard to pay attention to like the story while you're playing it. So like you hear the voices in the background, but you don't you know not until you play it again, you don't actually know what's going on. Um, so I remember playing this mission for the first time, and it felt like a huge thing. And I didn't realize that you just kind of went back to the same spot. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. You go all the way around, then you go to the same. I was like, oh okay, that makes sense. You do some chores, and then you come home. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. Um, and then when you come home, you meet, uh, there's a lot of new stuff. Then you meet some hunters. Yeah, the hunters return. Mm-hmm. It's the hunters where you can actually stick their shields with sticky grenades. Oh, can I didn't you? realize that. Like, yes. Like hop on the back of them or just throw throw a plasma grenade at them? You can throw plasma grenades um, just on their shields because in a lot of the other, like Halo 4 and 5, it just like deflects off of Bounces them. Bounces off, yeah. I think they even have an animation to do that. Yeah, but now they just uh, sit there because they're big dum-dums. Also, what I did today, and I didn't know you could do it, like, they're super easy to kill on normal, as as it would be uh, as a super combine. So, like, when I got, like, the needle rifle, if you just shoot them in the back, like, three times, it'll, um, sorry, if you super con them three times, so that's about nine shots, they die. So that's all it took. Yeah. I'm like, that's really easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sniper rifle is what I use for them. Was oh yeah, pretty easy. If, I mean, again, we we know what we're doing. We played all these games before, but if you're meeting those for the first time and just trying to like fire at their face, not that not easy. gonna work. <laughs> you got to yeah. do the shotgun strafe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the way to go. Um, oh, the other um, one. One of our um, Facebook members, Chris, um, as if you probably know him, if you've if you're part of the group or listened to these before um he pointed out that you can ride in the uh, what was the there's a couple the forklift yeah the forklift like a little forklift little trolley no, there's a wagon thingy. that you meet before like right when you drop in to the to the um uh courtyard there's uh, there's a vehicle in there and i missed that one but then i i found the courtyard the the forklift right before the hunters or right after the hunters i guess lots of drive there's so much so many things in this mission it's crazy I just, yeah, it's... I just love getting in the forklift and then immediately dying. It's my favorite thing. It, yeah, that's what happened to me. I just got a, a plasma grenade right to the forklift. And... 
Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? So from here, then, essentially, I, I picked up that shotgun and was having some fun with that. I mean, the shotgun, it's kind of an underpowered shotgun, I feel like, from other games, but it still works. You know, on normal, it's fine. It's good, but its range is, like, severely... Yeah. Really yeah. You know, it's not like Halo CE where it's like across the room you'll just die. Mm-hmm. You mean like the perfect shotgun <laughs> in any game ever? Oh. Beautiful. Um, and then you start fighting up to the roof, and you meet up with. So, did you get partnered with Tiny and Stam too? Did you guys take note of their names? <laughs> no, all of the I names changed. Did look for them, and some of yeah, them they're... are like some of them I know are the Rooster Teeth guys. Some of them are employees. It changes oh, okay. every yeah. time. I remember watching a documentary on Reach when they were talking about their fire teams. And it was always really interesting where it's always like Bungie employees or just people they know and friends. Like the Rooster Teeth people. Mm-hmm. So you can get like Bernie and Gus and stuff like that. And other actors and voice actors in the game will be named as themselves as a fire team. So I, I did kind of like that man- me- mechanic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting like, if it happens again. Um, no, we, it's know, just we'll, a mechanic that they're like, oh, you can recruit people, and then they're like, we're going to just throw that away for the rest of the game. Yeah, well, I think you can do it in other places in the game and get a fire team going. You just walk up and to them, that's all you do, you. right? And then they just join Pretty you. Pretty much. I, yeah. didn't push, I don't remember pushing a button or anything. No, you don't. They just join, they just join on you, and they'll follow you yeah. for a, a short time. Until they die. Yep. <laughs> Until they die, pretty much. Uh, yeah, both of my both of my boys, they died on the way up. They did not make it. They I'm usually sure they don't. Shot, I'm sure they shot some, some bad, bad guys, though. So. Uh, anything else from the, from this mission before we start reading some... I guess, what are your overall thoughts on the on the mission? Amazing like cutscenes. Good cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really liked it. I mean, it really did set the tone. Like, introducing... I know we kind of skipped over because he went kind of backwards, but, like, with the first cutscene where it shows you coming brought in on the falcons which you think it would be right after the first mission but it isn't because it's two days so <laughs> right i don't know if it took took them two days to fly back or what or <laughs> they were taking what power they... naps mm-hmm. yeah maybe maybe but you get introduced to dot or ant dot i think it's anti dot is that the um, ai this is the ai okay yeah for and it's an only ai i'm not sure if she's a smart ai krista no she's not she's very she doesn't formal. sound like it yeah no yeah. she's a dumb ai so she may be just a dumb eye. So she's featured a little bit throughout Hilda Reach. So, so she's very uninteresting. Very she's much also because a she's probably voice. Smart. Oh, yeah, true. Simply because she's a dumb AI. <laughs> which I kind of figured. But she's not very interesting. Isn't like a real character in any way. And I suppose that's maybe just to show a contrast between the difference between Cortana, which will come way later. Well, at this but, point um, in the series, like. there hasn't really been smart AIs. Oh, the there totally has been not not as many. They weren't as they're not as common as they are in like the Halo Four era. Pro no, probably not. But again, it's not like Cortana was the first of many. She is truly unique in her creation, and in terms of like there was just I guess smart AIs are expensive. Oh yeah, like very expensive. But when you think about like how many ships all have smart AIs on them, like they all did as well. Well, not every ship has ships. a smart AI. But the big ones would. Yeah, most of the big ones. Like, you'd, you would, ex- I would expect one on Reach, for sure. Given the size and importance of that planet. Uh, isn't the, um, the this is going a little off topic, but the, um, 
AI that taught the Spartans was a smart AI. Yeah. And she's mm-hmm. on reach. Deja. Mm. Where yeah. is she, Krista? But that's probably way after her seven-year life cycle. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's If true. we check those dates, I'm sure she's long gone. But anyway. The one thing I missed eh. is that, um, you know, just kind of as we ran through the mission, the very top, you start, you meet some um, cloak, what are they called? The cloaking ones? The elites? Spec ops. Oh, yeah, spec ops. Spec ops. Yeah, those invisible bad guys. Yeah, it was a cool ending invisible to the mission. Boys. I like that. Mm-hmm. Like they're kind of using the rocket launchers to take down the banshees, and they get that kind of really cool kind of cutscene of the long swords. Yeah. Almost kind of. I'm not sure what they were doing, but like chasing after the ship. I think they um, were targeting the it. Right. That's what I thought too. That they maybe they were laser designating it, and then um the orbital kind of shock comes down and just totally decimates yeah. it. And I was like, yeah. It feels badass. really powerful when you see that. It's like it, it just does. moves the entire ship and just puts a hole through it. Yeah, it's so sad. Those are like rare moments of seeing humanity kind of win. Win. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like really satisfying. And I, I like, even if it's like a small victory, it felt damn badass. So and good yeah. cutscenes. Um, Krista, did you yeah. like the mission? The mission's not the best. <laughs> it does get better <laughs> as the difficulty scales up, but it's just an okay mission for me. Why is it just okay? We told you all the good things. Like, there's so much yeah, new Krista. stuff. There's so much, there's, like, hunters to fight. There's cool cutscenes. But there's a lot. There's way better missions. Yeah, that's true. Comparatively, sure. I could see that. This is kind yeah, of just like the mission that's, like, Halo these games. are some of the things that you might see later. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's, it's still a little bit of an intro mission. Do you know what I mean? It's throwing new enemies at you, new vehicles, new weapons. Yeah, it's like your first non-tutorial parts. mission. So they're throwing a lot at yeah. you. Um, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, I really liked the fact that it's her first time seeing like an Oni facility in the game. So I thought mm-hmm. that was kind of kind of cool. I really like enjoyed seeing Oni. What what they're like. Um, It'd be interesting to hear things. someone that's that is playing this series for the first time that pl- is playing you know in chronological order to hear what they think about it. Uh, it's impossible for us to go back and, and, and kind of have that insight, but it would God, be if they like if they played in release game order. Well, no, I'm saying in like if like you're coming to Halo order. now. Oh and you're like, wow! Okay, I'm gonna if play you Halo sat Reach. down on Halo Reach as your first Halo yeah, game, yeah, yeah, you, you would have no clue what was going on. Right, you would have no clue. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no way you'd enjoy it. I can't, I can't think of a the way. Combat, of, you'd oh, the combat, you enjoy the combat, but the story, it, yeah. the story, yeah, it's, you'd have to play it a couple times probably, or do a lot of research to figure out what's going on. Yeah, beat time. That's why we're what here. What did you think, Colin? Did you like the mission? That's why we're here. Um, I no, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I think I, I already said I wish I played it on a hard, harder difficulty, and I may start playing on heroic now, um, just for a little bit more of a challenge. The mission felt it felt kind of thin um, because I think just because the the, the, the firefights were short for the most part. Like there's the initial big one, and then there's then you kind of drive around, um, but those those fights are kind of small. And then um, you get it back into the base, and it's not really that difficult to climb up the stairs and take everybody out. So um, we'll see if I bump up the difficulty or not from here, um, just to make make the the levels feel more robust. I thought it was good. I thought it, you know I enjoyed everything that I did, but it, but I also like the challenge of Halo. I usually play on heroic, so I might bump it up from here. We'll see. Cool. Um, all right, why don't we read some community thoughts and get out of here? Okie dokie. Um, David, do you want to start? 
and since you got the short Facebook list and then Twitter, uh, yeah, Chris can do Twitter. Very quick, and you pretty much did it already. So it was just um, Chris kind of chimed in to remind us of the vehicles that we can drive. And he kind of loves it. He uh, loves their little kind of trolley. He likes driving weird vehicles, and Chris, he tries to break these games. tries to find things. Stop mm-hmm. breaking the game, Chris. I know. Stop it. Uh, Matt Ulund also chimed in once again, so thank you, Matt, for your input. Um, he came by ways, he thought it was a fun level. He loved the intro of one of the best one game wonder tar- weapon target locator. I agree, it's no Hammer of Dawn, which is mm-hmm. kind of way cooler. That's Gears of War reference for those of you. Yeah. Um, the encounters are a great variety of Covenant enemies, I agree completely. Level design is alright. It's not the most visually appealing map. The natural landscape is a mix of ice and dead features, but the amount of brown is eh. Sword base itself is better designed level. The interior of sword base is nice. Lorewise is excellent level. The introduction of Halsey is excellent. I agree. Her dialogue shows her superiority complex while showing the difference in how she interacts with Spartan 3s as opposed to Spartan 2s. Oh my god, it feels like I've already said all this. <laughs> vice versa. <laughs> I like this guy, Matt. He's a good guy. He's, <laughs> he knows he's what he's talking brain. about. He knows. <laughs> um, getting more lore and covenant infiltration strategy, sending in specialist units before invading a colony. Yeah, I did love that. That's an excellent point. <laughs> where um, Halsey kind of talks about like the Zealot class teams that they do, they send in. So, again, kind of further explaining why there's only one or two ships, and in fact, it takes them two days to attack Oni's base. So, because there's so few units there, and they were only there because they didn't think it was a such a huge planet, which we know now. Well, they were looking for Forerunner artifacts. Mm-hmm. Yes. We find this out and later. They found a bunch of only research data specific to Forerunner or what did she say Halsey's head it was the abundance of only data or something yeah, just specific to that location yeah I can't she just said something general yeah I don't think she said Forerunner but she definitely said only data so anyway she assumed that's what they were after and we can assume the same so um, that's kind of it, really, for our community. Just those two so guys' inputs. Jog my memory on two things. I just wanted to point out. Um, I did like how the mission, um, you know, as a whole, like that comm station you go to. It's just kind of a rickety old slap together place. Oh yeah. Um, it kind of puts in perspective. Like this is this is a you know we're far in the future and we're advanced, but this is a colony. So this very important comm unit next to Oni Sword Base. You know, it's just kind of there. It's not really done well. It's just, you know, a bunch of wood put up. Um, so it feels like a colony. It feels like they're just just building that up still, um, even though, you know, they've been, been there for a while. I want, Yeah, I wonder if, because Reach is always described as being one of the most heavily developed planets right. in terms of the inner colony. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if Sor- only Sor Base is supposed to be a semi-secret facility. Sure. And super and maybe rural, just right that like rick, rickety looking calm relay is kind of like camouflage maybe that could be mm-hmm. I don't know I'm just spitballing there that like sounds it. that sounds pretty good the other thing that I did like um, speaking about Halsey that interaction is where Carter kind of gave it back to her you know no, she oh was, yeah she was talking about putting Cat in the brig for holding onto that data pad and then and then he kind of gives it back to her what does he say I think I wrote it down here um, oh you can join her. You can join her. The civilians interfering were Spartan deployment. Yep. There are whatever. And then he says we're conduct. under winter contingency and you're being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he calls it, but yeah. he calls it, he's like, she's like, are you threatening me? He's like, no, I'm just call- suggested reading. <laughs> suggested reading, yeah. Yeah, that was good. All right, what about from Twitter? 
All right. From Twitters, we got a response from Bad at Halo Show, friends of the show. Hi, guys. Um, They say, great mission. Uh, Choose which objective you want to tackle first. Vehicle and power weapons galore. White armored Bob. Good job, Bob. There are two Bobs in this mission that you can find. Uh, Fighting at the top of Sword Base and blowing up the Banshees. A Phantom. And watching the Reach, SMAC, and a Corvette from the sky. And that's how we get it done, the Spartans. So, um, there are two Bobs. I think they spawn... I think you can only get one permission, but, um... I remember one of them being, like, the Golden General, like, Elite Armor, but it's white and blue instead of yellow and red. And then the other one is the Spec Ops Armor, but it's white. So, there are the Bobs for you. I am your professional Bob connoisseur. (laughs) (laughs) I've killed many a Bob. Uh... The actual Warden Eternal has decided to come out of his long slumber and tell us how what he thought about this Halo Reach mission. Uh, he says, uh, just playing through this mission again before posting, and man, I remember it being much longer. It's such a short mission. Uh, the two areas were used for firefight and the inside of Sword Base for multiplayer. Cutscenes were the best thing about this level. Everything else was just okay. Yeah, that's kind of my sentiments mm-hmm. as well. I wonder what difficulty he was on. It was probably normal. Yeah, because yeah, Bad at Halo Show I... told him to play it on Legendary. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, we got at Trek... Trekspert. Oh, at Trekspert. It's funny. Okay. <laughs> Nail it. <laughs> <laughs> one, of the top, one of the top replays. Uh, still don't know what happened to Sarah and what Laszlo's latchkey discovery was, which... um. Unicracken says... I think that's in the book. Yeah. Uh, but um, the latchkey discovery, uh, Unicracken says, is uh, the location of Maithrillion, which is very, very lore-heavy. If you want to know what the hell Maithrillion is, go watch our latest episode. I think it's like 157. Is that official, Krista, of what that is? Hmm? Because I thought the latchkey was something slightly different. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna explain this as fast as I can. Uh, if you no, remember don't. in that episode... Nope. <laughs> do it, do it. Uh, if do you it. remember in that the lore in the last episode it was uh, an elite looking for the location of Maithrillion he ends up on Reach he's the only Covenant cruiser on Reach he sends out zealot teams to find the um, Forerunner artifacts pertaining to that I recall Yeah, but I didn't for some reason I had thought that what the latchkey was was described in Halsey's journal and I didn't think it was anything to do with a location I thought it was something that helped her to translate Forerunner under tech. something and had something to do with the creation of cortana i'm not sure but i thought there was something else going on but do but you think another scientist myself. would be involved in that that sounds like a very halsey Ab- only absolutely not that you've pointed it out to me but i guess it, there's definitely more than one scientist looking into forerunner tech and forerunner artifacts well she was so one of halsey's which is why she mm, wanted to know yeah. that data where that data was so badly true anyway moving on uh fly on 18 says i personally personally don't like this mission i like the way of tackling the option to choose what you'd like to do first but in my opinion it didn't work out well in the sword base the fights were awesome and the ending with blowing up the corvette is just awesome my opinion though so that's fly guy no one like no one likes this mission on twitter apparently (laughs) (laughs) and then finally finally unicracken gives a he says that the sword base is a great mission. 
Uh, the opening is just fantastic with the fly-through fly and the imposing look of the SDV class Corvette overhead. The culmination of the mission being uh, being getting to one of the Reach's famous S-Max and bringing it down, and then meeting up with Halsey for a cup of sass. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well put. <laughs> Very well put. So uh, that's all from the Twitter correspondence. Back to you, Colin. <laughs> Well, that'll do it for the show, guys. Um, no, that was, that was fun. Um, this continues to be a great uh, series, so I'm, I think we're going to have fun with this. And you got a little insight into like the the brilliant Halo Mind conversation that happened between Chris and David. Um, oh, yeah. You're welcome. Totally brilliant. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're geniuses when it comes to Halo. Our heads are just so full of Halo knowledge. We're, we're geni. We're jobless. The, we can't no, actually learn anything plural. else. Please help. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That will do it for uh, the debriefing Halo Reach's Oni sword based mission. On the next episode, we will be covering uh, Halo Reach Nightfall. Woo, mm, Nightfall. Nightfall. Um, send us your thoughts, podcastevolve at gmail.com or drop a suite at podcast evolve, and we will see you next time. Evolve. 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 <laughs> <laughs>